And now, it's time for part three of In the Moment. This is In the Moment's Note of the Week. To the smile police, I just want you to know, no one likes you. Enough is enough with people who police people's smiles. What do you mean? I mean two different things, Katie. Okay. The people who ask women, particularly men, why don't you smile more? Why ain't that smiling? You should be happy. Look how beautiful you are. Mm-hmm. Nobody that. likes that. Hate yeah. that. Why is you concerned with someone else's smile? Exactly. There'll be people in my comments sometimes. Once in a while, I post a picture where I don't feel like smiling. I feel like being sexy or I feel like being in a mood I'm really in in real life. Why didn't you smile? Little do you know, I have a blood clot coming out of me right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not smiling right now. Hey, people much. go through things. Everybody <laughs> don't want to smile all the time. Why is you all concerned about what someone else is doing with their mouth? It's not your business. Well, yeah, that's right. Unless they're doing something with their mouth that has to do with you, mind, your business. I miss anything? No. All right. Oh, man. Time for relationship talk. Here's something I was thinking about, Katie, as far as relationships go. I think an aspect of relationships that we don't really ever talk about is this. I've realized one of the hard things about relationships, at least in my humble opinion, life is hard. Mm. Not all of us spend a lot of time working on ourselves. Right. But some of us do. Mm-hmm. And for those who do, you know how hard that really is. It's work. It's like an everyday thing. And sometimes you put a lot of effort into correcting things about yourself. Physically is one challenge, but mentally is a whole different kind of challenge. You ever had to try to correct something about yourself that you didn't like about you mentally? Maybe it's negative thinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's overthinking. Could be anything. Mm -hmm. But one of the underrated or at least under-talked about issues with relationships is if you've spent a lot of time correcting something that you don't like about yourself mentally, let's say it's Negative talk, right? A lot of people struggle with just what you go through when you can't seem to naturally create positive thoughts in life. It's been a life changer for me personally. I used to completely be what I called a realist. Mm -hmm. I never thought I was a pessimist. I just thought I was a realist. But what I realized is a lot of times the people who will say they're a realist, you're really a pessimist. Right. Because you'll convince yourself that you only think about the what if factor if things go wrong because you don't want to feel caught off guard if they do. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like you were prepared for it. But if you do that, you have to admit that a part of you is preparing for things to go wrong. Whereas optimists don't even have the space for that. They don't even move like that. There is no what if it goes wrong because it's not going to go wrong. And it took me years to kind of hit that switch, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you hit that switch and then you get into a relationship with someone whom you love, but they haven't. Hit that switch yet? Yes. And now, all of the things that they now have to face because they can't do certain things mentally. Because they're just not strong enough yet. They haven't put in the work. They haven't dealt with all of the challenges that come with shifting your thinking. Shifting your way of interpreting things. Mm-hmm. So, all of their mental struggles now become your burden because y'all are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. 
So imagine, and this is just one example of it. It could be anything that has to do with emotional or mental stress. But imagine you genuinely put in work in trying to correct that. And you get into a relationship with someone whom you love, Mm -hmm. but they have it. Mm -hmm. And they're not even willing. I don't think we ever truly talk about the person that has to deal with that. Because that's tough. Because you already beat up from having to change that shit out of yourself. Mm -hmm. Now I got to deal with you going through this too. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you the way to get there, but everybody gets there on their own time. That's one of the things about relationships when it comes to compromise that I don't really think we ever truly focus on. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm not about to compromise with someone who's not willing to put in the work to be a better person. Or a better version of them, right? Facts. So if you're not willing to do anything to adapt and change the way your mindset is that is holding you back in life... I am not willing to be with you. See, but we go through this every week. However. Uh-huh. Go ahead, because I'm about to get you. I feel like it's different when you're actually with someone that you care about. Bingo. And they want to do it. They got to want to do it, though. Because not everybody can. Not everybody may have the same strong mental, mentality that you have to push yourself through what you did, and they need that guidance, right? And you being there as a partner or as a support system would help guide them and eventually help them grow, but it comes down to if they're willing. Because if you're not willing, I don't care how much I care about you, this is not going to last in the long term. It's going to be a short-term thing. And I think that's why, like, relationships end up, you know, people will be like, oh, we were together for 20 years, and they end up getting divorced and stuff like that. Something changed because as people, we evolve. We're never the same person we were, like, 10, 5 years ago, whatever. We evolve and we grow. So, huh? I said some of them are, but go ahead. Well, yeah. Uh Those who aren't willing Uh to Uh change. So... I don't, I don't know, like, me right now, I can't see myself with someone who's not willing to grow or help themselves. But see, I, do you believe that you don't choose who you fall in love with? I don't know. I believe that. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily believe in when people say, um, you can't help who you love. I think you can help it mm-hmm. because it's all about who you give a chance to, right? But mm-hmm. I think as far as which one of those people you give a chance to do you fall in love with, I don't think you control that. Okay. I think the majority of people who have found themselves in love didn't really see it coming. It just kind of crept up on them. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's the same, but a concept of imagine you raised your kids already. Went through all that, yo. But you just happened to fall in love with somebody with a newborn. You got to do it again. Right? You can't, like, are you going to walk away from them just because they have this kid? Because they're trying. Sometimes a person is trying. That's what I'm saying. That's the willing part. That newborn is going to grow up. 18 So if someone's trying, that means they're willing so if as long they're as they're trying, trying, then no. As long as they're trying, you're willing to try. Yeah. You sure? But the moment you're like, ah, yeah, then no. Then you just move on. Yes. Okay. Because it's not going to be beneficial in the long term. I respect it. I completely respect it. I just think we should focus more on the people who have to deal with the double mental load of I already went through this and I got to go through it again because I think that is a real thing in relationships. I completely understand it. But if you care about that person, you would be willing to do it. Facts. Time for stupid joke of the week. This joke is called the cucumber, the pickle, and the penis. You ready for this, Katie? Inches with girth. What? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the way he said it, that's what came to my head. No. What, what shade is that? Because you, that's one of them 50. I, I don't know what. I don't know which one it is. I don't know where you in. You all right? <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever since that little designer segment. <laughs> Right. It's 50 Shades of Strap over here. All right. <laughs> you should definitely write that book. <laughs> Maybe right in line. Look at it over there. All right. 
All right, so there was a cucumber, pickle, and penis talking about how bad their lives were. The cucumber said, my life is terrible. When I get big and hard, they chop me up and put me in a salad. The pickle said, shut your ass up. That's nothing. When I get big and hard, they stick me in a jar full of vinegar and vacuum seal me. The penis said, shut both y'all asses up. My life is the worst. When I get big and hard, they put a rubber tarp on my head and stick me in a dark room and bang my head against the wall until I throw up and pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story is... Not again! <laughs> you don't even like her. No. Oh my God! All right. Uh, not Qu- only that, he got to pass out in his throw up. Huh? If they, put the, if they put the tarp over it, you That's passed true. out in your throw up. Damn, you swimming in it. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks to be a penis. Put a bump. All right, That's the thirty second shade. Don't worry about it. Hey yo, it's time for question of the week. Katie, sometimes I think we struggle with this. I talk about it, and it came up on a big show last week. Mm-hmm. The difference in relationships today between respect versus insecurity. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a line that's played with a lot. Yes. And I think it happened again when there was a story about if the listener should have listened to her husband because she wanted to go to a different state where her husband couldn't join her because he had to work, and she was going to stay with her best friend. Problem was, her best friend was not going to be there. Her best friend's new boyfriend would be. Mm -hmm. So she would be staying in this place with a man that neither one of them really know. All they know about him is that it's her best friend's boyfriend for the last year of life. Yes. I believe I have that correct. Mm Mm-hmm. And it became a question of what does that mean? Is it wrong? Is it right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Bert and I both said we will be uncomfortable as men because mm-hmm. we don't know this man. Mm-hmm. Now, my discomfort didn't come from, which I believe is most people's first reaction, insecurity. Is she going to do something with him? It has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It's just being in close quarters like that with a man whom you don't know, right? Whereas I believe uh, someone on the show had the take of, she's a grown-ass woman, what does it matter, shut up. Mm-hmm. And then a caller called and insisted that if she was in that position, she wouldn't even put her husband in that position to have to make that decision because she respects him too much. I don't even want him to have to lose sleep over that because basically what husband wouldn't be concerned about mm-hmm. you staying in a home with a man that neither one of you know for a significant amount of time and you're out of town and can't do nothing about it if something were to happen her being a grown woman is not really going to help much if he decides to try something mm-hmm. so i feel like it was a perfect scenario of here we go again with this debate of what's insecurity and what's just simply having respect for your partner Mm-hmm. So I reversed the roles and thought about if I were in this situation as a man. And I really feel like if I look back on being in a relationship and I told my girl, yo, I'm going to go stay uh, in a different state with this woman. I don't really know her like that, but she my man, girlfriend, and we're going to be together. 
I feel like more times than not, the lady that I'm with would be like, no, you're not. Yes. That's not going to be a thing at all. Mm-hmm. Regardless of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is that insecurity or is that just simply respect? Because I see it as respect, but how do you see it? Not in the scenario you just gave. You all right, think- so let's break it down, right? Uh-huh. In the scenario that was presented on the on the show, it was her going out of town, strange man, best friend's not going to be around. Right. In that scenario, first of all, I would not even sleep in the same house as a stranger as someone I don't know, especially a man, right? Mm-hmm. So if my husband was concerned about that, I would understand that concern and out of respect. All right, you know what? I'm going to get my ass a hotel where it's me, myself, and I, right? It just makes sense. But if the scenario was a little bit tweaked where it was my best friend's boyfriend who I've known for five years and he just going to be there, I would just stay. And if my husband had a problem with it, I'm like, well, I know, I've known this guy for five years. So I, at that point, I would think it would be more of an insecurity if my husband felt that way about someone I knew versus someone I don't know. Gotcha. That's respect. And I'm like, nope, you're right. I'm not even going to put myself in that situation because something can happen to me. I can get hurt. That's how I see it. Got you. In the scenario that you just said, women are not thinking that a strange woman is a threat to a man, especially a man your height. They're thinking, oh, my man is fine. And then that little slut is going to try to fuck him, and he going to fuck her. That's the insecurity aspect of it. If your girl wouldn't be comfortable with you, I see that as that's a woman being insecure. She's not looking out for you for your safety. It's more about insecurity. That's the insecurity. I respect that. Um, I'm thinking if I can challenge you anywhere here because I actually agree with you. Do you think that women should believe that, think that way, though, of you're a man, there's no threat? Because ID has an entire no. show dedicated to women cutting men up while they sleep. No. There's some women out there who will say if that strange woman try to make a pass at you and you's like, nah, I'm good, I got a girl. She could easily just say something outlandish about you and be like, oh, well, he tried something with me. And then you still get in an awkward situation or some situation that actually would affect you in the long long haul. Like, mm-hmm. it could still end up bad, whether she cuts you in your sleep or she just accused you of doing something you really didn't do it. I can't argue that. You got me there. So that pretty much should sum up. Some people believe that things that are disrespectful are insecure and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I think in every scenario you just gave, you were 100% accurate. So moving on. And now, it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. Here's why I'm not shit this week. What did you do? I'm about to debunk one of the greatest, most popular sayings of all time. Uh-oh. I don't believe in it anymore. Oh, here we go. And when I get to thinking, I can't help but share my mind. One of my favorite quotes of all time used to be, Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. The older I get, the more I believe that's bullshit. Why? Because think about some of the things that happen. What the hell is the reason for real? For example, if everything happens for a reason, Mm -hmm. why did I get hit by a car? I'll wait. There was some lesson. Maybe you didn't look both ways. Did you look both ways? Well, no lesson. Did you look both ways? Yes. I, actually, three. Bop, bop, bop. You got to go back. You see now, it teach you to go back to the first. Since you got hit by a car, what have you done differently in your life? Nothing has changed, Katie. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. You're not more cautious when you walk across the damn street? No, I'm from New York City. I have been crossing the most busiest of streets in this country 
for the majority of my life. Was there a subliminal message? Like you getting yes. hit by a car and you trying to come yes, in work the and Yes, the subliminal message yourself? is some women, when they drive, look at their phone instead of the road. No. She wasn't looking and she rocked my ass. There was no reason. Listen to the subliminal message, right? Okay, what was it? You getting hit by a car. You got hit by a fucking car and you still came into work. And then B work. had to send you home. It was after work. That was the, that was the next day. Okay, the next day, right? You yes. still should have been rested. You should have rested your ass. Why? Right? The car needed rest, not me. No. Come on, stop playing with me. So what I would take away from that is that you work too hard, and sometimes you need so to you mean, rest. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So good. Yeah. So what did you do? Fell right in the trap. So you telling me that the Almighty God, right, uh-huh. Jesus Himself. Mm-hmm. He couldn't find another way to tell me to stop working other than to have somebody hit me with a fucking car? Yep, because you don't listen, you hard-headed ass. Have I stopped working hard? Have I? <laughs> have, has anything changed on the work front for me? You know how to take time for yourself a little bit more. That's because y'all get on my nerves. That's <laughs> not, has nothing to do with that woman rocking me with a car. And also, uh, when something happens, I feel like, like in a scenario like that, I don't know, you, the everything happens for a reason doesn't mean that in that moment you're going to know what that reason is. That yeah. reason could come like years later down the line. I bet. Like there could be a whole other scenario in like six years where you're like, uh, 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 deja vu, you know? No, because people die. Some of these mistakes actually kill people, and then what's the reason? It was their they time. They find out in heaven? When do they find out if they die, Katie? It was their time. That's the reason. I believe we, we tell ourselves that everything happens for a reason in order to make it easier to deal with the fact that life is just full of stupid people that do stupid things and cause you to be in stupid situations. But some of this shit, it really is no reason. That's the point of free will, though. That's why it can't be a reason. I think there's still a reason. I mean, it's a reason. But it's not the reason we try to make it. Like, oh, it, no, there's a reason. This happened to me because I needed it. There's yeah. No, I didn't. And then even if that reason wasn't for you, that reason was for her. She needed to hit me. Yep. <laughs> so I was the guinea pig? <laughs> Unfortunately. Really? I taught her to actually not look at her phone while she drives? You was a sacrifice. So my hips. They couldn't <laughs> use Shakira hips. She ain't got none. They couldn't use. They had to use mine. Katie? Yeah. Of all the hips, though. Yep. <laughs> Why they chose me? Yeah, it's mad people more athletic than me. You bounce back. Russell Westbrook would have jumped the car. <laughs> Kyrie Irving would have would have dribbled on the car. Ray Lewis would have been fine. Like, why me? I don't know. I don't have the answer, Sway. Why you ain't getting hit by the car? <laughs> I've been in plenty of car accidents. I'm you, good. You mean to tell me it's nothing that happened in your life that you look back and go, "Wasn't no damn reason for that." Um, I, I got to come back to you on that. Why we got so drunk on Tuesday? What was the reason? Other than you just kept telling that woman to give us more shots. <laughs> What's the, what's the reason, Katie? The lesson was I need to go back to not drinking. That's what I learned. <laughs> oh, shit. It's time for Katie ain't shit. Now, normally, if you're a regular, you know that we don't even have a Katie ain't shit every week. And on the weeks when we do, we just barely get by. <laughs> by Katie doing something that made it to where she wasn't shit that week. Twinkle, twinkle. Not this week. Oh, not this week at all. I have a list. A list. And I didn't need to check it twice. All right, Santa. Number one. Had a speech on Friday. First time being a keynote speaker ever in life. Speaking about child abuse and being on a white platform as a black man and all of the vulnerabilities and difficulties I faced in doing it. There I was at the Georgia Aquarium 
I'm talking about keynote speaker. I'm talking about not everybody gets to do something like this, and not everybody gets a first time to do something for the first time. It was an empty plate next to me with chicken. Two pieces. As soon as I walked in, the first thing they said to me wasn't, hey, Mo, thank you for being here. It was, I'm Katie's line sister. Where's Katie? Sat down in my seat and thought for sure they'll be happy to have me at table six. First thing one of the women said to me was, big in the moment fan. Hey, Mo, where's Kate? Jessica walked over. Super nice lady. Thank you for inviting me as the keynote speaker. She said, Mo, happy to have you here. Where's Kate? I got tired. I said, oh, fucking no! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where's Katie? Katie, where were you? In my bed. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Drew Hill. <laughs> I know. All right. <laughs> yo, yo, Katie left me out to dry, y'all. We had two pieces of chicken for. Somebody else ate him. I don't even know who he was. <laughs> But I let it happen. That's number one. Number two, we had a woman on the show this week. It was unfortunate, but basically she thought that her boyfriend was still sleeping around with someone whom he slept with while they was on a break. Come to find out, he wasn't sleeping with her. He wasn't even sleeping with his girlfriend. He was sleeping with a whole new girl. Mm. She was having a moment. She was going through it. Mm. So I told her, keep your head up. <laughs> Next thing I know, Katie pinged me from the other room. Ping. Hey, keep your head up, Mo, really? <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you got. That's all you have, Mo. <laughs> it's the same shit Tupac said, Nate. What I'm supposed to say? <laughs> I gave her the same thing that Tupac gave us. Tupac care if don't nobody else care. What the hell was I supposed to say you to her? You supposed Katie? to have some sweeter words. Like what? Like, it's just the way you said it. Keep your head up. <laughs> what I'm supposed the to Burt say. The show. <laughs> what I'm supposed to say. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, I'm going sorry to it? hear that. He, I was. You know, like, damn, girl, you deserve better. Nah, keep, keep your, your head, head up. up. <laughs> Remember back of the bed. It's sweet and juice. You know what I mean? That's how I always feel. I wanted her to keep her head up. All right. All right, what do you want me to say next time so I can say? I'm going to say exactly what you tell me to say, too. You better tell. What do you want me to say? Oh, oh. See, I don't know. I see, don't know. It different on the spot. But not, not keep your head up. Not doing it to keep your head up. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a Tupac kid, don't nobody else kid. That'll work. Yeah, that'll be better. Just when y'all thought I ran out. Uh-oh. Nope, I didn't. Remember, I told y'all that Katie almost got me in a fight with somebody at Avalon. Hmm. Oh yeah. Who did that? Katie was sitting there talking big shit. I didn't do that. About Quavo from the Migos. <laughs> I'm talking about big shit. And I ain't going to repeat what she said. <laughs> now, it was all in fun. It was friendly shit talking. It wasn't nothing bad. <laughs> but I'd be damned if you weren't right behind us. <laughs> 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 and that fucking red hoodie. <laughs> yeah, and a red hoodie. I mean, had a, we should have knew it was him because he had on a red hoodie short set. I was confused. Yep. Because you got a hoodie and shorts and it's hot.
But the hoodie, I guess, was for him to be a little incognito, yep. right? But he was more incognito because yep. it didn't make sense. Nope. And I'm looking at him, and Katie's talking about him. We joking around. I walk out. He's behind me, and I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. We both looking at each other like we know each other from somewhere. Can't figure it out. Right. And I thought it was Saweetie with him because she looked just like her, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it was clear that she was reading the menu, so obviously it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just, what? All right. Context clues. Okay. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> All right. No, because we're going to fight anyway. All right. All, All right. right. Yep. All right. We so I'm, look, All I'm right. putting it together. I'm trying to find where I'm going to do my fitting for the noon tonight Avalon fashion show tonight. Uh-huh. And I'm looking for the building, but at the same time, I'm looking back trying to figure out who this guy is following me with the hoodie. Mm-hmm. And it's Quavo. Yep. So in my mind... I am about to get in a fight with Quavo <laughs> in Avalon. Because he heard. Because he heard Katie talking shit about him. <laughs> what is my life, yo? I just wanted two drinks and some nachos. And now you got me fighting one third of the Migos. Well, I have no explanation. I can't explain that for myself. That's just the way life works. That, that everything happens for a reason, right? That was a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Watch about who you talking about shit about in public. Or else they gonna pop up. And Migos. <laughs> Mo gonna be in there, Mama. <laughs> and there you are being petty when you just saw what happened to Kenneth Petty talking about Offset. The judge, I, I, I him, put yep. him on punishment. That's true, right? Yep. Now this wouldn't have happened if we were sober, but the reason we weren't sober is because I asked Katie to accompany me. To where I had to go do my fitting so we could have a couple drinks mm-hmm. and some neat. Yep. When I tell y'all that Katie had me drinking, like someone texted her and told her that tomorrow wasn't coming. <laughs> someone told her that Tevin Campbell lied and tomorrow will not come. Okay? <laughs> we ended up meeting Mila. Shout out to Mila. What's the place we were at? Kona Grill. And apparently she's a fan. Mm-hmm. And she gave us some free shots at the end and then bought tickets to come to the fashion show and said, I get off in 20 minutes. Y'all want to come drink with me or y'all don't? Mm-hmm. What it is. And she called us words I don't want to repeat. Yep. Said we were soft. Yep. So me and Katie walk across the street. Four shots later, <laughs> I turn over. Mind y'all, it's like five in the evening. Mm-hmm. It's very early. Katie's entire face is in her palms. <laughs> sitting at the bar. I said, Katie, you good? She said, "Mm mm-hmm. I said, okay, she's right where I'm at because we both drunk. I couldn't see. Yep. I couldn't feel nothing. Yep. I couldn't feel my face. Mm -mm. I don't think I've ever been that drunk that early in my life. Nah. So we almost got beat up by Quavo because you wanted to get us that drunk in the daytime. Yeah. Have I lied yet? No. I was so drunk, Nay. I got home. No lie. I was sitting on my couch, reevaluating my life. My body felt like midnight. So I was trying to figure out why I was still daylight outside. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you drink it like that. Like that. Like we was lit, right? I look at the clock. It was like 6, 10 p.m. And I couldn't figure out why I was so fucking early. I'm like, why is there so much day left? Have you ever wanted the day to end? Like I'm way too drunk yeah, for it yeah. to be 6 p.m. I that before. Okay, yeah. right? Yeah. I looked at my phone when I got home. It was like 6.45. I was like, why? <laughs> I still got to eat dinner. Why? <laughs> yeah, I just went to sleep. I just remember... Oh, like, you all right? I was like, life is not all right right now. Facts. No, wait. No, because that's where we wrong. That's where we I forgot wrong. about that part. Oh, hell no. Because we was out of there. We was going home. Yeah. Like, we was done. We had our drinks. I did my fitting. We was on our way home. And I just saw something in Katie's stride that told me 
She don't want to leave yet. So I said, Katie, you all right? Like, you want to? She said, no, boy, I'm not okay. <laughs> I am not okay. I said, you want to get another drink? She was already in the bar. I didn't even get to finish the question. <laughs> Can I get it up? Can I get it up? <laughs> Next thing I know, boy, I, I'm still drunk from two days ago. I, That's a different I, kind of drunk. I've been drunk for 48 hours. It's like when you, you ever took an edible and you try to figure out why you still high a week later? Yeah. You go, you go one out the bad batch. You're like, nah, hold up, son. There's no way this got through customs. Why Yo, am I still high? Right? I haven't been that fucked up in so long. I got oh nervous the next God. morning when I woke up. I'm like, who did I call and who did I accidentally text? Because I'm notorious for doing that. Thank <laughs> yes. God I didn't. Thank you God. I didn't find phone. No, I called Keon. I called Key Will. Yo, I called him the next day. True story. I called him the next day. I said, yo, fam, I got to tell you something crazy. He was like, what happened? So I started telling him. He was like, bro, you told me this last night. You was with <laughs> He's like, yo, yo you, you told me this whole story, fam. We talked for an hour. You was wet. I was like, I talked to you for an hour? I had to look at my phone. I thought he was lying to me. Yeah, check your call log. Yo, yeah. facts. He's like, yo, you was wet. I said, that's Katie, man. My bad, bro. He was like, I basically rocked you to sleep. Well, <laughs> 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 you all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to having good friends. Uh, nope. Y'all thought we was moving on. We not. What? You ain't shit, Katie. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, Kristen started this, um, is it Helping Mamas? Yes. And if she gets to a certain number... I have to wear an adult diaper. Yep. And Katie hasn't done anything about this. She <laughs> Yo, Nay. This something you want to see? Yo, like, I mean, she has she has a mic back there. Like, Katie can easily get on mic and go, whoa. I can't do shit. We can't let that happen because Mo will never be able to come back to the hood. He will never be able to come back to the neighborhood if he wears an adult diaper. You've done nothing. You've just sat there and let this happen. Look, I don't know what to do, okay? Because... Even after we pass your your number, right? Yes, thirty thousand diapers, I believe. If we collect thirty thousand, I got to put on a diaper. Isn't yo. it like if we get to forty five, it's everybody on staff? Yes, I'm gonna be right there with you. If we get to thirty <laughs> and don't get to forty five, I'm buying fifteen thousand diapers. I'm telling you right now, I'm just gonna have everybody to take a, a diaper. <laughs> yo, Katie, just sitting back there like my life is not on the line. <laughs> She was treating you like Tommy from the Rugrats. Yes. She's like, nah, you got it. Come on, do something. Honestly, Produce. Tomorrow's the last day, so you just got to survive 24 hours. Okay, I can't put no adult diaper on, yo. Nah, you can't. I can't do What if I use it? You got to wear it on the outside or the inside? Inside of what, Nay? No, no, no. It, 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 his legs will be exposed. Inside of what? What you, me, you think I'm going to have jeans on over the diaper? What the hell are you talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, that's what you inside think I'm and outside. <laughs> I'm just saying. What you mean? The purpose is for them to see the diaper. Damn. <laughs> Yo. Nah, and to my man on Twitter, tell me, I'm going to take your black card if you if you, if you, you ain't say that to the baby. The baby. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he ain't say nothing to the baby, right? They won't say something to me. I'm talk tough to me. That's no, true. go get the baby's card first. Yep. And then come holler at me. He did wear a diaper. Last but not least. Last. Why are we still here? You've been on a roll. Who's next? You. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for asking. Speaking of R. Kelly. Damn. God. Katie, why you don't like happy people? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo. Katie, what happy people did to you, yo? They can't be trusted. Huh? They can't be trusted. 
happy people. All right, and it started with this girl named Sabrina that I went to high school with. All right. Uh huh. The teenage witch. <laughs> Might as well been. Okay. Right. Uh huh. And she was. I gotta see what she's doing now in life. But she was so happy. I don't know if you all have seen a person who is like twenty four seven. Every time you are in their presence, just happy about everything like they're just giddy it's a like weird. everything is fucking sesame street outside you know the letter today is h for happy <laughs> right <laughs> okay oscar <laughs> you the grouch you dumb right well you be whispering happy bitch <laughs> yeah that's how i was like what the fuck going on what type of parent she got Ain't she come put- out the trash can <laughs> right <laughs> So then I was like, why is it that she always so happy? Uh-huh. Like, who is always happy? I don't trust people who are always happy. Until one day I saw her get mad. Some kid in our class had did some stupid shit that pissed her off. And instead of being, like, upset about it and her facial expression changing from her smile, she still had a smile. She's like, I'm going to kill you. Whoa. Like, what a smile, though. She nah, still had it in the same tone as, right? as her happy days. And then she was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I was like, she's a serial killer. Uh-huh. Right? Agreed. How is that? Her facial expression never changed. And so since then, from then on, I've never trusted happy people. If you think about it, like the most happiest of happiest people outwardly, comedians, celebrities that have been happy, things behind closed doors, they're hiding the most secrets. I feel like the happiest people are always hiding the most secrets. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. But when you say happy, you mean happy all the time. Yeah, like you never seen them like in a, a stressed out. All right, or, if this is your best friend mm-hmm. or your significant other or just someone really close to you, then I understand this sentiment because you know them enough mm-hmm. to where it's like no human being is always happy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't really know the person like that, maybe they just always show you their good side, even if it's fake. Okay, I'll give you an example, right? Okay, uh-huh. At work, we work with the same people every day, right? Right. If any one of y'all were happy every day, I would be very suspicious of you. Okay. Very suspicious. You're the closest to all of us at being happy every day. But people have seen me upset, though. Maybe not everyone. Tommy's definitely seen me upset about something. KK's seen me irritated before. Like, y'all have seen a different side of me. Yes, for the most part, Katie is typically happy and jolly, but I'm not every day. No, some days I come in like, Damn it, so-and-so didn't do this, and I don't have to do it for them. Like, you know? True, but it's so rare. Like, your energy is typically very up. It's always positive. That's why I'm like, for you to have this take, if I had this take, it'd be nothing to talk about. But you having this take is funny to me. I don't feel like I'm that happy every day. Nay, when the last time you seen Katie be anything other than happy? <laughs> See? <laughs> what? Are you, you are serious? always happy. Like, that's why it's funny to me. It's you. Huh. Yeah, you got to look at the man in the mirror. You are mad at you. It yeah. is you. Think about You're one of the happiest people I've ever known. You radiate happiness. Absolutely. All the time. You could really change somebody's mood. Like somebody walk in pissed and then you smile at them and like that shit happens to me all the time actually. Agreed. Right? Since day one. Yeah, I'm telling Agreed. you, you like have that energy. I got to go to therapy then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Oscar. Let us, let us know what happened next. How you hate yourself? <laughs> I don't hate myself, but I don't feel like I'm always that vibrant person that you all are saying I am. Like, I don't you feel like feel that. You might feel different internally, mm-hmm. right. but what you display to people, you be like, damn, I want to have a good day because Katie having a good day. Facts. <laughs> you really, you not nah, for real. Like, you exude that. 
Okay. All the years I've known you, I ain't even know you could be irritated till you punch Romeo in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was over wings, though. So it was yeah, yeah, it was food. It was food. It's either food or drinks. It's one of those. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. You off the hot seat. Woo. You all right? Yes. All right, you go back to being shit now. I survived. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with your host Mo and co-host Katie.